And we're live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Yeah, this shit's getting real. It's getting real. I, I can tell you're getting nervous already. I no, tell. I'm not. I swear I'm not getting nervous. I'm not getting we got, nervous. Uh, we got Sashi, Sashi Scott on here. La Sexy um, Sashi. La, la Sexy Sashi. <laughs> um, UCSD grad. Uh, we met in college a while, a while back. Oh, yes. Later um, years. I didn't go to UCSD, though. But, you know. Uh, don't be all okay. condescending. I'm not, like, I'm not being condescending. I'm saying, I, if anything, the UCSD people are the condescending ones. Like, oh, you guys, but but well, we're, we're on quarters over here. It's like, well, I don't care. Well, <laughs> like, no one good. <laughs> Micro influencer, uh, SD native, Sashi. Oh, oh, you know what? That's a good place to start. Let's start off with some of your screen names. Remember, where you're like, well, I'm, uh, I feel more grown, or I'm, I'm adapting my screen name. What was it from? From Sexy Sashi, and then it was Sassy. Oh, yeah, it was Sexy Sashi, then <laughs> Sassy. Sassy Sashi, because I was... Okay, so the story behind that is I was doing the David Alvarez campaign. I think that was like seven years ago. Oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Said it on the podcast, but, he's done. <laughs> no, okay, I was working on the Alvarez campaign, and the, the political manager or whatever was like, if you guys are going to be adding him and like telling people to vote for him on like Twitter and like Instagram and Facebook, like we need you to change your names. We need to change your screen name <laughs> to be more appropriate. So then I switched it from sexy Sashi to sassy Sashi. Because like, <laughs> it's more appropriate to be sassy. I'm like, he, fuck, he lost. So let me switch it back. But I've been having, I'm like, I don't want to disappoint any of your viewers if they go look at the Zoom on YouTube, but like I'm not sexy at all. So don't. Oh, see, they, there you go. See, okay, now, now that's something we have to we have to address the confidence. How are you gonna have a name like that and then not back it up? I mean, because you know? I had it, I've had it since I was fifteen in high school. Sexy Sashi, that was. That and was, then, how did you get the? How did you get? The, was that like your? I you think it's it? just like an alliteration, so it's like sassy, sexy, yeah. Sashi. So, question is, did you ever have it? Uh, what do they call it? A little air, little. What are those the shirts they do? A little airbrushed on, on a t-shirt? Oh, airbrushed? You did. I think I remember no. you having a t-shirt that said it. It was like, or like a dress. Air, no, I swear I did not have an airbrushed shirt. I, I had could, a fucking... I could swear one time you rolled up and you were wearing like a dress that said like, or I think it was no, like a, all of you guys. Somebody, I swear that. No, it was like all of you guys are wearing, you guys were wearing something like, like that representing. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't recall. Back. If it jogs my memory, I'll remember. I really don't think so. It was at a party, which you hardly ever went to. You never really partied, right? Oh, in college? Yeah, you never really partied. You just, I feel you just like focused I partied, on your studies, no? I partied after. After college? Well, like towards the last few years and then after. <laughs> towards the last few years and then the... I know. And then, like, and then the like first the couple years. years. <laughs> no, I feel like everyone's like, I'm a seventh year at... <laughs> oh, at UCSD? I know everyone's like a fuck. I was like a sixth year, like. Oh really? I think I did. I did five years. I think I did five years. I did five, and then I thought I graduated. And when I went to go apply for a job, <laughs> I went to go apply for a job that asked for my bachelor's, and they're like, "Your degree's not conferred." And I went to go talk to the academics department, and they're like, "Oh, you're missing one class." It was like fucking Ooh. dance class. No way. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking? You couldn't kidding? just get it cleared. No, I had to take it. They're like, if you don't do it, you don't have your degree. And I'm like, fine, I'll go back. See, that's what pays off to know people. I had some sick ass professors that cleared me off on some some, some classes and stuff like that. They were like, ah, you don't need that. 
Oh my god! Because I knew them, I had been working with them, and and then my counselors were like, did a little maneuvering and all sick. Wait, what was your degree in? Uh, I was Let me guess, ethnic, ethnic, ethnic ethnics. I was I was a no, woman no studies. Shade. I I'm was like, a no, woman no studies shade, major. No shade to the ethics. No Chicano studies. Oh yeah, Chicano. Studies. Just because I'm brown doesn't mean I had to get Chicano studies. I told my buddy. I don't know. If, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. My buddy uh, Paulo's. He went to state with me, um, and I had him for like Chicano studies and film, or something. And 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 I. Where did you guys him. watch Blood In? <laughs> no, no, it was like this one called like Salt of the Earth, uh, some Charlton Heston movie. You know, you had to look at all the archetypes and the Chicanos and blah. Oh, blah, like blah. West Side Story, like. Well, like basically, like oh, like the 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 characters they would put in. You know what I mean? Like oh, like in like non. Latino center. Whether it be a whether it was like because one of them's like I think it was that one. I don't know if you ever seen like um we don't need no stinking badges. Yes. Yeah. See, you know what I'm talking about. See, you trying to act all brand new and you know all the. No, Chicano I know. Films. Okay, I do know that. I I recall. Yeah. So that was you know those kind of films. But anyways, you had to like do you had to do like shit on you know you had to do reviews and you had to like talk about the movies and in like you had to write essays. And so one of my bros had all the essays, so I would like turn in these sick ass essays and <laughs> they were already done. Essays turning in essays. Hey, there we go. <laughs> hey, did you see that that cholo that graduated from Long Beach just fucking straight chilling? He was all what's Oh up? yeah, he did. I saw he that. He was like I forty saw, something, right? I he got his masters. Who's got Who's Gone Wild? Yeah, shout out Who's Gone Wild. Yes. National City, right there. Represent. I love that page. You know that's from National City, right? Who's from National City? The one that runs Who's Gone Wild? The origin of that page. I don't want to burn anybody out, but the origin of that page is from National City. Let's say that. Do you know the creator of Fools Gone Wild? No, you don't. Interesting. They, they can't see me nodding, but you know, we'll just keep it at that. We, we'll keep it secret. We don't, you know, it's not it's not my place to burn nobody out. Interesting. That's, that's how I they want to. That's how they want to keep it. So I'll respect. When we're their, off the air. I want. We're off the air. <laughs> The creator's little Mr. E. <laughs> I'm the creator. <laughs> no. I'm like, I know no. Mario Lopez has something to do with it. Mario, no, Mario Lopez is a bum. No, remember when they they revealed the creator and it was Mario? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But Mar, you know, you know, I saw. Mar I don't know if you did. You ever go to to Twenty Four Hour Fitness or which which gym did you did you go to Bally's or which one were you? Choose, baby. Choose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I, I actually I go was, to choose. I go to choose I was now. A broke college student. I couldn't afford twenty. I go to choose now, but now choose has a lot more places and stuff. The one in Nasty or the one in Choose? Uh, yeah, or the, when my office is Mr. Malley's, so sometimes I go to the Mr. Oh, yeah, Malley yeah. one. Yeah, do that hydro massage. I'll see. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I used to go to the to the twenty four. This was years ago, even before I think I moved to to L.A. I used to go to the 24 and 3rd, right there, 3rd Avenue, where all the bars are at and stuff like that. I know like exactly that. where it's at. Yeah, yeah. And one time he was there. But you know me, I'm always, like, talking shit. And, like, I was with, I think I was with my brother or something. We're always like, hey, like, look at Mario. Like, we always, like, point at people or something. They're like, oh, that dude kind of looks like, you know, whatever. But you just Slater, sit. Slater. No, no, no. But, you, you you know, like, you see somebody, you'd be like, oh, look at fucking Larry King, because you see some old guy. Oh, you know yeah, what Mario I mean? Lopez looking ass. Yeah, like yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, that actually is Mario Lopez, because he was, like, running on the treadmill, some girls, like, taking pictures of him. I'm like, dude, let him work out, you know? Literally. I was like, man, Mario Lopez saying shit. 
I did get my hair cut one time next to Frankie J. I, I see that fool all the time, though. I I can't even. I don't even know what he looks like. You don't know Frankie J looks like? I know who he is, but I'm saying if I was to see him on the streets right now, I wouldn't know. That's like, another San. It's a San Diego, you know. It's a San Diego uh, celebrity. Yes, or locals. <laughs> well, who do you got? Some fucking what? Or for San Diego local celebrity? Mitchy Slick or what? Get the <laughs> little Rob, <laughs> little Rob, Mitchy Slick, <laughs> little Rob. Who was the the freaking NFL? Uh, Nick Cannon. Oh, Nick Cannon. Lincoln oh. Park. <laughs> oh, what is it? Um, NFL. Terrell Davis, I think, is from Lincoln Park. Oh well, from San Diego, you still got Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. From, oh yeah, they went to Helix. That's Reggie, enough about Reggie these Bush, Arian Foster. You know, know you know who Arian Foster is? No, who's that? He went to, I think, Mission Mission Bay High. No. Yeah. I'm where'd not you, up on my San Diego. Stuff. Where'd you go to high school? I went to a very small high school called Prestigious? John Muir School. No, it's very. called John Muir School. It was in Claremont. And it was K. Is that like the price one? Worse. Worse? What do you mean? It was K through 12, so kindergarten through 12th grade. And each level only had like 20 kids or less. Did you play dodgeball with like the kids, like in like in Billy Madison, when you're like playing with all the little kids and just fucking them up? (laughs) Who wants this heat? (laughs) Who wants these hands? Like a little second grade. Oh, uh, what was that like? Why did you end up there? Your your parents and what? Or were you wilding so, out? Were you were you one of those kids wilding out? So what... I went to Memorial High School, middle school in Logan. Or yeah, oh, Logan. I know Memorial. Yeah, yeah. I so I went. I did elementary in Southeast, and then I went to Memorial Middle School, and then all the girls wanted to beat me up, <laughs> and I'm not a fighter. Wait, 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 wait. Let's I'm back it up. Did they they just attacking you or? So I was dating, oh, I'm fair skinned and I was dating the other, uh, my boyfriend at the time was black and white and he had like hazel eyes. Wait, this was middle school or? Middle school. Okay. And all the girls were like upset that I was dating quote unquote, the finest black guy. Oh, that's where sexy Sashi started. <laughs> and then I'm like, bitch, I can't fucking help who I date. Like, <laughs> who I like. So they're like, break up with him, break up with him. And I was like, I'm not breaking up with him. Wait, break up with him because I want him or what? But they just, it's not because they wanted him. They just didn't want to see him with me. Or they didn't want to see us together. Or Oof, damn. So then uh, they would Straight always want to fucking fight. Romeo and Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> so then, uh, long story short, we did end up lasting which middle school fucking romances Th- do. This sounds like the plot of Baby Boy. It's really I'm not. Just <laughs> no, and then so then my mom was like, "We're moving schools," and then my uncle found that fucking. Wait, did you house. move? Like, did you move, so or you I just did moved seventh schools? grade in Memorial, and then when the year was finished, I did eighth grade, and I graduated from the John Muir School. Oh, you went eighth grade all the way to twelfth grade. Yeah, so I did not have a regular high school. Like, I didn't have prom. I wasn't a part of any like. Wow. clubs or football teams or nothing like that damn yeah so what well, but but you had like so were you still living in like 
that area or where also, or no. so I, I always live in southeast but then you know how they were doing the busing out the bus i never did that I, I used to walk to school well we got but <laughs> i got bussed out yeah but Damn. since it was k through 12 school started like at 8 45 so the bus came like at eight yeah right because i think most high schools didn't they start like at 7 15 or something like they would start yeah, early. i think i started like at 7 30 yeah so then i guess that was the one good thing about it is like we started when the elementary had to start yeah but then you still you get out later no yeah then we, i got home like at fucking 5 30 because the bus yeah i think we used to get out like at 2 45. wait something. where did you go Sweetwater? yeah Sweetwater. we have block we have block periods too it was like two hours so you'd have three periods every day oh shit, we did that too yeah and then you could like then if you out oh right now like you'll like switch off like my senior year i had like the the off period you know and then i oh, had, yeah. and then i i had um i had aid and i took aid aid so i was like a student aid like a student oh, aid to cool. teacher see at my school we didn't have anything remote you know what that shit was clutch for me at least because i think like my first semester at or my first semester as a senior that teacher was like on my ass and I'll, you know, cause I was in his class, I'll do his grades or whatever. And I just help him with whatever he needed, but he was on my ass about like getting, um, my, my university applications in. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And he was like, well, he kind of like, I was already going to do it, but he was like, kind of just like, oh, did you do this? And then like, he got me to sign up for like, e I don't know if you have it at, at UCSD, but EOP. I don't know if you guys have that. I'm sure we did. Well, you have to like apply, you have to write personal statements and stuff like that. So. He like told me to do that because they give you a little bit. I think they gave me like six hundred bucks or something like that. And then it's like counselors that are outside from like the regular like school advisor. Oh yeah, that like like they help you with like the classes and stuff. Yeah, and they know they know the system, you know. So yeah. they're like in there and they're like you know. But it's not like when you go to like the to student advising. Sometimes you get a student there that that works there. It's like helping you pick your classes, <laughs> you know. And these was like straight up counselors that were like, oh, I know this professor take this professor over this one oh, as, yeah, a, yeah. as opposed to like just going to some like student like, hey, advisor this one if it's with your schedule or something yeah and they don't give a fuck and then next time you go you get somebody else you know but it was like i had an actual counselor that i would go to and she'd be like oh how are your grades what do you need you need tutoring you can come here so it's kind of cool to have that but it was something i would have never known about just on my own yeah. you know so that was clutch so what so for you i guess do you think i mean this is obviously a um you know what if but what if you would have stayed on that like what if you would have stayed going if you would have gone to like what would you have gone to san diego high i think or... i would have went to okay so i lived in city heights at the time so i either would have went to hoover because it was down the street or i would have just caught the bus all the way down to san diego yeah high school so which i would have probably went to san diego because all my friends went to memorial and the memorial feeder is san diego yeah so the next question is, you think you would have been at UCSD? Probably not. <laughs> my grade point, my GPA was not the best. I had like a 3.5 in high school. But then I think for UCSD, the averages were like 4.0 or higher. Yeah. But I think because I got admitted, I don't know, I'm all about the universe and spiritual and like everything happens for a reason and like the stars aligning. I ended up being valedictorian for my school. And then we got like special points or something for applying to local universities. Yeah. 
So I think on the application or whatever, however they grade it, I think I was like, Oh, but you, oh, never mind. Say it. I don't want to outdraw your sign, but you said there was like 20 students. Exactly. That's my, <laughs> no, you're right. No, that, that's very true. Like, it's like, I was, yeah, I was not Victorian, but I know that if I were to went to a regular school, that would not have been me. Yeah. Like, I know, I already know that for a fact. I would have probably been like, yeah, in the, I think I, I would have been Victorian had like a 4.2 or something. I was like, God damn, how do you do that? I was like, yeah, by taking the AP classes. But then oh. I also think if I would have went to a regular school, I would have had the opportunity to take more AP classes and be more involved. But the, I, I, think, I guess my question is, do you I think, don't think you I would have done a, that? Or do you think you would have been like more of this madre? Ooh, that's that smirk. No. no <laughs> but I mean, because you would be around more people and more shit to do. I mean, I don't know. But so I always looked older. Mm-hmm. So even though I went to a really small school, I was always going out. <laughs> like my older cousins or like i'll meet guys that were older so i'll always go out with them or like that was the party crew days you know when it was like party crew days. cheeto boys or whatever the fuck so like even though, <laughs> even cheeto boys go, what were they you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about i'm just talking Nasty. about I mean, they, they did have sick ass party crew names yeah so then <laughs> i feel cheeto like boys. i was I, well i feel like we grew up in the area era of like party crews so i feel like even though i didn't go to a high school a regular high school, I still knew like all the party crews and I still knew a lot of people in high school from the party. Yeah. Well, that's because you had friends too, right? Where you lived, right? Like your old friends. No, and... my friends were my cousins growing up. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. But then I had older guy cousins. So then, you know, you're like 16, raging hormones. You're like, who's that guy? Like, yeah. Give me his number. But that's cool though, because you get to like, you, you feel safer, right? Because you're going out with your cousins. You know, going out with yeah, just some ra- random goons, like, you know. Or I, like, I still kept in touch with my middle, like, a couple middle school friends. So then I'm like, oh, invite me to wherever you guys go. And then, well, you know, like, being in a crew, it's like, oh, who's that? Like, she doesn't go to our school. She does not from yeah. our crew. And who's then that? me, too. I'm like, who are they? Like, I don't know them. Who's that girl breakdancing all sick? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were you then? You had to be something. Hey, breakdancing was a shit back then. That was that was in. I love to dance, cumbias and stuff. Oh, what you were reggaeton. like? Reggaeton. Oh, actually, back then it was like reggaeton. But you were perriendo. like perriendo. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the beginning of reggaeton, though. Barely. Yeah, it was. That was when the Daddy Yankee cut was in. Fools were like doing. I remember <laughs> fools in my school starting to get perms and shit. Yeah. Oh, no, like the tips, the dyeing the tips. Yeah, but they get perms like they wanted curly hair, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they would get a little perm because they wanted it. It was like it was like I don't, for lack of a better, it was like the more like a Puerto Rican kind of oh, yeah. like anybody who had a, a slight resemblance to Puerto Rican was claimed oh, yeah. they were they were fully Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, they're wearing the flag. Were you sick. part of a party crew? I wasn't in a party crew. I wasn't, but I hung around with a bunch of fools that what were party you crew, and they were like, "Oh, when are you gonna join or whatever?" Wait, and what party crew did you hang out with? I think it was, they were called Lucky Productions. Or something. Oh, I remember that one. Do you know them? Mm, um, yeah, my homie, my homie Rick. Uh, Rick was the, the DJ, I think. Lucky Productions. My homie Mike. Mike Mike Montano. I remember seeing up. the name, but I don't think I knew people in it. They were, they had a house out in like, uh, like Paradise, Paradise Hills. 
Like everyone had a. There was like because one of one of the dudes is older, and then the, a couple of them were older. I was like, yeah, still. I think I was already eighteen when it was. Wait, like how old are you? I'm thirty-one. Okay, so we're like the same age. I'm gonna be thirty-one next month. Yeah, I'm turning thirty-two though, so I got a year on you. I know. I don't know why I always say you were a little bit older. I thought you were like 33, 34. Man, forever young. You're forever I agree. Young. You're as young as you feel. Age is nothing but. Age no, I mean, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I feel good. Tell you that. You know, like when you're young, like when you're like fucking twenty-three, you like you meet somebody who's like thirty-five. You're like, fuck, dude, that dude's old or something. And now I'm like, that feels like. Oh nothing. yeah, I'm like, oh fuck, like, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, I don't feel, I don't feel my like I'm in my thirties. I mean, I actually no, never mind. I do. I was drinking this weekend. I definitely know I'm thirty. But, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like, hangovers. Those like two to three day hangovers. Straight, straight up drinking that electrolyte. I know. I do when I'm listening to like music, and I'm like, who the fuck is? What's the new slang going on? Like, oh yeah, I can't keep up with that. Or like, I like Spanish music a lot. I like like you know, I like corridos banda. So then there's like corrido, there's like trap corridos, corridos tumbados, and I'm like, the fuck is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know all that stuff. I still listen to fucking Chalino or Gerardo Ortiz or you oh, know, yeah. the the old the older stuff, Ramon Ayala. I'm old, I'm an old soul. It's I hard for me to get into like di different music. Even if I play, I have playlists on Spotify that I throw on that are dope. But then, like, it, sometimes it's so hard for me to, like, be like, oh, I'm going to put this one in this playlist or that Viejitas, playlist. Pero bueno. You know? Viejita. <laughs> hey, Cepillin just died, bro. Oh, I just, I saw that. Cepillin. R.I.P. Ta-ra-ta-ra la guitarra. Who's sick? So what so, are you doing now for work? Do a podcast, huh? You're a full-time podcaster? I wish. No, um... <laughs> Uh, I do digital marketing. Let's talk about uh, you going out with another friend of mine. No, wait, what the? Wait, first of <laughs> all, first of all, this is not the forum to be, you know, this this is not the forum. I don't even know which one you're going to talk about, so you got to. I'll give you. No hint. comment. No I'll comment. No, 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 stop. <laughs> He's Arab. Mm. And she has very curly hair. Oh, your friend. Oh damn! What are we gonna talk about? This isn't this isn't How a gossip show. Sausage. I, I want to hear your side. How did that even come up? Like, how did what you, do you mean? Meet? I don't know. I don't know. I, no, I forgot when. I think maybe it might have been at the house. No, was it? No, I think you were. You were. Oh, you know what? If I remember, um, I think we're at Lasadas. I think we we're at Las Alas one time and you, you were with her or something. Oh, this is my friend or whatever. This was back in the days, bro. This was like 2014 or something. I'm like that sounds that sounds accurate. That sounds accurate. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I think I that I think that at that time, I think in 2014, 2013 was when Danny lived upstairs. That was an epic we, little studio. Remember we used to we used to do the we used to do the concerts. Yeah. We, we threw the it down Christmas right there. Party? Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. half Christmas too. Yeah. Oh, you guys came for Halloween, I think. We played all we six for Halloween. Halloween. Oh, because it was uh, what's it called? The Monster that Bash. Was a, that was a nice, that was a great 
time period. Yeah, it's a good time period. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, that place is dope. I'm like, how, I'm like, how do you live right? I'm like, shit. That's dangerous. I'm glad I didn't live there. Oh, I mean, good thing he's a heavy sleeper because that night was loud. But then we started, so we would play music and then like we had the drums going, the guitars and everything, and I would be singing. Like, the, the obviously we were cool with the bartender, with the bar owners and stuff. And they were like, man, you guys are fucking louder than us. Like, the, the music downstairs, like, you can hear the drums up, boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you can hear it all sick. But they have a thing where you actually, if you live there, you can't complain about noise. You can't make noise complaints. Good. Yeah. So, like, your neighbors, everybody, they can't complain because you live above a bar. So, you can't really say, like, yeah. oh, it's too loud, you know. But, yeah. No, that, that never, nothing ever happened. What are you talking about? No, just curious. Okay. Straight burning me out. I'm not. No one even. I'm sure absolutely no one knows who we're even referring. To. Well, they're gonna think it. You know. You know what's funny? When I used to do. When I used to do stand up. Um. Obviously, I had like different jokes and stuff. And I remember oh, yeah. I had. I had this joke about like hooking up with a girl. We'll leave it at that. But it was just like it was just like observations. Like, oh, you ever notice how girls do this or that? And this girl came up to me. She's like, "You wrote that about me, huh?" Like, this is the, and I, like you know, I was like, "Dude, not you even like." Yeah, like she's like, oh, you. She's like, nah, no, nah, you were talking about me. You were talking about me or something. And I was like, no, nah. I was like, I was like, I really wasn't. Like, I really, like, you know, I what I mean? I like I really wasn't. But like, it's just funny that the fact that when that came up, she immediately was like, oh, he's that's me. You know, I was like, that's kind of have a seat. Yeah, like, like have listen, fun. boo, you are not the only one. Okay, boo, boo. Oh, it looked like the little meme. The little which one? The 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 one where the girl's like this, and she has like her lashes done. Oh, the the Patrick one? <laughs> That's the Patrick one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the one where where she's like this. Oh no, this you know, one. Yeah, the, the Patrick one. The black one that she's like, what? Like, oh, damn, dude. You know what I was looking at? I was seeing the other day was like old memes. Oh yeah. Like the like the baby, the little winning baby. Like oh yeah. That dude's like fifteen now or something. Like a little baby's like yeah. I don't like that that's how old fucking fucking chocolate rain you just you never saw chocolate rain no i have to see the meme like the old it was it was a youtube thing or the guy that's like no not, oh that's, it's like the, yeah and he steps away from the mic when he breathes chocolate rain I no you never seen, no i didn't know God. you were doing voices i do that's how he sings i do all kinds of voices what do you want i, I already did already did cepillin who else did I have? Let me see. Yeah. You're a man of many talents. Master of none, right? It was not the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> master of none. <laughs> so, what was it like for you to transition into a school like UCSD? Was there a lot of, like, I mean, especially coming from such a small school? Well, I did Summer Bridge. Shout out Summer Bridgers. I never did that. A lot of my friends did that. Yeah, I did that. And I feel like that helped meet a lot of people. And then the first year, I'll admit, since I'm a San Diego native and I still didn't, I feel like a lot of people knew people from like their high school and I didn't have anything like that. Or a lot of people didn't live in San Diego. So they were forced to like make friends since they couldn't go home every weekend. Yeah. And I went home like every single weekend my first year. But you had a dorm. I had a dorm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. And then my second year, that's when I joined Lambdas, and that's when my life changed. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. My voice is going to crack. Oh, no. You're done. 
Yeah. So then when I met lambdas, I feel like that's when. They, oh, everybody... but you you were that you were that giant ass class, no? Yeah, mu class twenty muchachas. Twenty muchachas. And Man. I know it's the best to say. I feel like a lot of them are my closest best friends. Don't you? Do you feel like that? What yeah, I mean, with Misaya, like. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I think one thing that I always pointed out, like just in college, is like sometimes when you go to college, like say like at your school, like you were kind of like maybe I don't want to say you were the outcast, but like you know you weren't like especially because not at least from my school, not a lot of people went to college, so like oh, one in time, your high school. Yeah, so like when I went to high school, I mean when I went to college, I think there was like four people from my school that. You know, and I was cool with them, but they weren't like my homies. Like, oh, that's, yeah, it's like, you know, like, I don't know you. like, I don't kick it with you like that. And I'm not going to start. Yeah, but now we're in college. It's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, you know, if I would see them or whatever, like, oh, what's up? You know, but like my point was that like, to some extent, like for lack of a better term, a lot of us were like the nerd or a nerd in, in high school. But then you get to college and then like kind of everybody who was a nerd now it like kind of levels out because it's now like, oh, now we're like, you know. Now we're, like all we're all even. Like, like we were, cool. we were, we were the nerd, but now who's we're the different. Who's the down nerd? Yeah, that was me, fool. <laughs> no, I, I mean, get, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like we're all nerds, but now we're here, so it's like who's? It's like yeah, now it's like leveled out, kind of like in, in the, you know, it's like everybody's kind of like cool one. Who's the? Well, it's like you're not really a nerd now. It's like you're, you're kind of you can be yourself. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. when before you're kind of like so that was that was a big thing. Like and just you know and. I always worked in college too. So like, I always had money and like, you know, oh, let's go do this or whatever, oh, you know? Dollar. Yeah. I worked at in and out full slanging burgers. Look, wait, the all one in Nasty? Flipping patties, all sick. The one in Nasty? Hell yeah. Let the... me find out you were next to Stonies. Oh, Stonies? Oh my God. I can't believe you brought up Stonies. This is I love be... Stonies. This is going to be a National City podcast for sure. Yeah, this title a... it Nasty City. <laughs> nasty from the from the from the nasty city to to UCSD exactly stony I love stony that's my little no yeah I worked at in and out for a while and you know I didn't know that yeah I mean it paid good I used to work across the street I was a telemarketer that was my first job ever doing what I was a telemarketer I know I for like, what though for like all kinds of shit. I think for a while, the longest I was like, I, was, I would work for Verizon and I would call people who called like their customer service line or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. But other than that, like there was these sick ass fucking surveys sometimes. I did a, a survey one time that was an hour long. And I'd get, I'd get people sometimes and I'd be like, fuck, don't do it. <laughs> like, Have you ever seen, do you use any Gillette products? Uh, would you say like you're... You're very satisfied. There is, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then they, what, what items do you shop? That's how they get this all this data or whatever that they tell you they have of like you know consumer data and shit. But now they get it online, but easier than calling you. But I used to get paid good though. at the time. I think I think minimum wage was like six twenty five. I was getting paid eight seventy five well, or eight eight fifty. And then like nine fifty on weekends. Oh my god! I remember when minimum wage just was six seventy five. Yeah. I worked at Albertsons. I was a bagger. Oh yeah. Damn. What was that like? How old were you when you started working? I was sixteen. Okay. Um, 
Oh, and then since I, I think since I didn't go to a regular school, I didn't do any extracurricular. So I started working and I would work like every day. Mm. And then I would just like bag people's. Oh, and then that's how I met people. Like I worked at the Bagging their groceries. I'll say no, I, I worked at the Albertsons in the middle of City Heights. So it's like all like everyone from like Hoover, like all the yeah, little yeah. I used to love Pisons back then. So they frequented Albertsons. Um, love them how? Like you had a crush on like? No, I loved like cowboys, like guys that love corrido. Okay. There was like a meme when it was like, I like boys that like corridos. That was like my screensaver. Really? I so, feel like you were kind of in the middle. I don't know. Like I was like, you were kind of like, you like the whole, like, you know, the car, like, like more the, like you said, like Daddy Yankee, reggaeton type stuff. I loved then, reggaeton. I loved hip hop. And I, at that time I loved corridos and like old school ones, like Charino, Saul Viera, Valentina Lizalde. Yeah. I was like a big paisa. Better y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember, um, when I first went, that's like the biggest thing people would always say about me. When I first got inducted to Lambdas, I'm like, what is this gamma special? Like, you guys don't have more than laws. You don't like the, you don't like the horchata or what? It was, no, it was fine. I can appreciate it now as an adult. As oh, like well, a, yeah. But that's the thing when, when girls, that's the great thing about being a girl. You can roll up and still, you know, still be picky, picky even though everything's free. <laughs> It'd be like, uh uh, no, I, have, okay, I ain't no, drinking I would, this. I'll no, drink, then but I need to give me my own. I would yes. start bringing my own modelos and my own. I would bring my own. Yeah, you were fancy for, for fucking being that young. Because I started you're, going you're to TJ a good really shit. Early. I was 16 when I started going to TJ. Oh, yeah. I used to go and we used to drink Bucanas and Remy. And Where yeah. would you go in TJ at that? Tangalu. Oh, yeah, Tangalu. Tangalu was my spot. I got pictures of the uh, Tangalu still. My spot was Pulgalu. It, it's like Tangalu first and Pulgas after. Oh, no, I never really went to Pulgas. It's Tangalu. Um, then there was another one called Socalo, Baby Rock. Oh, and I then, remember Socalo. Other than that, I go to La Plaza or something. Oh, but do, I love La Plaza. I've been wearing a button up all open with my chest hairs hanging out. Yeah. I'll sing, I'll talk on me. Que pedo de la verdad. Like, no. You are not, you do not have talk on me. <laughs> what are you talking about? And chest hairs. <laughs> little taco meat hamburger meat is when it's a hamburger meat is, when, meat it's, is when, when it curls i don't no 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 hamburger meat is when it curls then what's taco meat that's when it's not curly uh and we're talking about chest hairs by the way so people don't think we're talking about guys. pubes so yeah. people don't think we're talking about pubes oh yeah <laughs> this is this is getting this is getting very very interesting isn't it <laughs> okay so here's a question that that i'm not gonna say who told me to ask it but how, how do you, because you always, you always posting about like your homies that are locked up and stuff and you're like, you back oh, them yeah. up and like, where, where do these homies come from? Just like, just. Let's go. How much time do you have? <laughs> do you have any wedding proposals uh, pending from fucking. No conjugal visits. From, <laughs> from Pelican Bay. No, let me see. Um. Well, I grew up in the hood, so I feel like I've always had family members or cousins going in and out of jail. So I was always used to writing them. And then I don't know why, just attract maybe. <laughs> Let me, I'm trying to think. 
Um, okay, so I was dating this guy in high school. He didn't go to my school. He went to another school. We were dating and then um, we broke up, whatever. And then I feel like from, from what I've gathered from people that are in there, like it's people forget about you. Or like, you know, like, ya no te dan atención or whatever. Yeah. Oh, obviously. you mean like people that are in jail that like their yeah. family forgets about them. So then obviously, so I was dating him and then he called me one time and it's like, you have a collect call from like global telling. Yeah. <laughs> I never got, I don't think I've ever gotten a call I've from gotten prison. I, a, I have so not then, been uh, lucky. I don't have as well, much game as I was a freshman in college and he's like, oh, like I'm locked up. Uh, can you write me blah 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 so then we reconnected after that and then I had a friend in high school that I was really close to him he was just always going in and out of juvie um and then obviously as an adult like going in and out of jail with this with this a friend from your high school or when you're in high school so the first guy that I would write to like back and forth from jail he was my boyfriend he was my boyfriend in high school and then when he was in jail go to your school no, he did not. Okay. I guess I could say his name. He'll never listen to it. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to say his name. But I'm not gonna okay. Difference. Well, just so we can get people in order. No, I was just trying to figure yeah. out if they were going to your school or it was just while you were in high school. No, when we were dating, we did not go to the same school. But when he got locked up, I was at UCSD already. Okay. And I hadn't talked to him in a couple of years, but I guess he remembered my phone number. So he called me and he's like, well you know, I'm locked up. This is what it is. Like, can you write me? Can we be friends? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So like, I'll write to him here and there, you yeah. know? Um, I mean, he was looking like a snack. So I'm like, sure. I'll <laughs> <when> you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you can get we were, it. <laughs> we had already dated before. So I'm like, okay, you know, I don't think it's anything new. A lot of us <laughs> did, go back to our Did ex. you tell him, oh, you've been working out? Well, well yeah. <laughs> What else am I going to do in here? And then obviously we tried it. It didn't work. Wait, oh, you tried to date again? Yeah, when he got out. Oh, when he got out. Yeah, when he got out. And then, well, the other person that I talk to a lot, he's my friend from high school. We went to high school together to that small school. But he was like a vago, like always going in and out of jail. Um, A vago, that's a sick ass word. Yeah, he was a bandolero. Bandolero. Um, and then, well, he did, he did like a couple, well, okay. I'm sure you know what the terminology, he did like a two-year bid and like another year and a half bid. And then he ended up doing a lot, like a 10-year bid for his brother. So then he's actually about to get out, I think this year. Yeah. So I've been writing him on and off for the past 10 years. Like, it'll be like a couple years where like we're writing and then I'm not, or like, especially during college, I was like in wrapped up in so much other things, you know, I wasn't. I'll try to write him when I could, but then I like I would go like months without writing him or answering his calls. Yeah. But then recently, I think maybe because I'm older, the past like three years, um, I've been writing him more consistently, like calling him, um, and he's about to get out. But he did a ten year bid. So what has that been for you though? Like, like why to do me, you? I've always been. If I think anyone that knows me really well knows that like I'm a big people person and I feel like for me no me cuesta to like write someone especially if you know someone in jail or if you've ever been in jail um I feel like for them it's like those 15 minutes 
to you might mean absolutely nothing. It was just another time of your day, but for them, it means like everything. Yeah. Like for them, for you to take the time out of your day to like write a letter and respond, it like means the world to them. And I feel like at least for me, like when I was with my ex-boyfriend writing him, uh, when it was starting off as friends and then transitioned to something more romantic, like all his friends had left him. He, his mom passed away. So his mom wasn't there to, you know, like hold him. I feel like most of the time mothers or sisters are the ones that hold males down when they're away. So his mom, he didn't have a mom. His sister wasn't there. So I'm like, okay. Like I always felt like maybe I was like one of the only people. Yeah. And then the same thing with, well, with my friend from high school, I didn't feel like that. I just always just felt like if I have time, I'll do it, you know? Like, if I have time to answer your call, I'll I'll answer it. Or, like, if I have time to write you, I will. Or, yeah. like, now with my friend, the one that did the 10-year bid, they have, like, this app called JPay. I can show you. What is <laughs> that? Is that, like, is that, like, to put money into his commissary or what? You can put money, but you can also text them, and you can send them pictures and video. What, they got phones? Well, I guess it depends yeah, on what have, kind yeah, of they have, security they have tablets. They they have tablets and that's part of the commissary now. They can order, they can buy music, movies, games. Oh, really? Is it like a tablet or is it like in the wall? It's a tablet. It's a tablet and it belongs to them. And you have to buy the tablet. I think it's like 400, 500. They're expensive. But Oof. once you have it, then you pay to text. I think the texts are like 25 cents. How does the how does the commissary, I don't know if you know, but what's it like? What's the conversion rate on commissary money? Well, there's to... different co- so there's different comment. I'm very well versed in the jail. Uh, that's why we're asking. That's why we're asking. Okay, so there's so... there's jail commissary. There's jail commissary, right? Like county, county, and then there's prison commissary. So usually in prison stuff is cheaper because you're going to be there for a long time. Jail stuff is more expensive because they're going to come out soon. So the prison one. I bought him actually for his 30th birthday, sent him a, a pretty decent care package. Okay. That is expensive. It's probably, I would say maybe like whatever you're going to buy, multiply it by like five and it costs that. So like a bag of hot oh, cheese, really? a dollar bag for us is like $5 for them. Or if he wants to buy music on the tablet, I think it's like $2 a song where for us, it's like what, $1.20 or something. Oh, I would think that it would be, I would think that it would be, less no it's a lot more expensive oh and then when if i want to put money on the if i like let's say i want to put 50 bucks on the commissary it'll be electronic but they charge me like set like they charge me like 40 percent of whatever i'm putting or something no not 40 that's a lot let's say i'm gonna put 50 bucks they charge me like eight dollar fee to do that that's i mean I've always heard like the for-profit prisons and stuff like that. That sounds like bullshit. I, that, that's why that's why I was thinking that it would be less because it's like if I put like how much money are you gonna have to get to put somebody to put in there for you it's, to fucking? It's really expensive. Okay, so even I mean like let's talk about phone calls. So a phone call from someone in prison, it's probably like ten cents a minute. A a phone call from someone in jail, that's probably like sixty cents a minute. Okay, and. Then- What's the standard of like if I just called called you from a payphone? I guess they're not really out in well, public. So, so if you want, okay. So if you want, if they want to talk to you, you have to put money on their specific global telling account. 
Yeah. Or like, so what I have to do, because Global Telling is like the, they're like the monopoly, they have a monopoly on like any prison or jail phone call, like throughout the US. Yeah. So like I have one, so I have an account connected to my specific phone number. Okay. So let's say I put 50 bucks on my phone. If someone from jail calls me, they're going to deduct it from my account. Okay. And then if someone from prison calls me, they're going to deduct it from my account. But a 20 minute phone call from jail might be like 20 bucks, which is where a 20 minute phone call from prison will be like $5. Okay. But if I don't have money on my account, their call will not go through. It will tell them like this caller doesn't have enough funds. Oh, they can't, they can't put they funds can't to put call money, people? They can't put money on my, on my phone number. So they can't randomly call you then? They can't randomly they, just call people? They can call me whenever they want, but they can't talk to me unless I have money on my account, on my phone number. So like the different How do you get in touch with people then? Because when Global Telling, when they call me, it'll say, you have a collect call from so-and-so. And then if I don't have any money on my account, it'll be like, you don't have any money on your account. Call this number to put money on your account. So when they call you, the call can go through. And let's say if I do have money on my account, It'll say like your balance is getting low or whatever. Man, I thought I thought it was like they just called you and then like you just say yeah, I'll, like like a collect call. You can do that. I get. I think it depends on who who's in charge of that prison or jail. So I think. Oh shoot! Sorry. Oh, been blown up. No. Um, is it back? What? So then, um. No, was I going to say Global Telling is the one that has a monopoly on most prisons or jails, but there's some where they could still do that. They can call you collect and then you can just get billed later. Or there's some where like they have money on their on their card, their prison card, so that they can call whoever they want as long as they have money on their card. Okay, that's what I was saying. Like if they just want to call people, they could have like, they could just call people directly. It right? depends who's in charge of the call. It depends who's it depends what business company is in charge of the phone calls at whatever institution they're at. This is another reason why I don't want to get locked up. Don't do it. Just another reason. Yeah. Cause then when you go to jail, which is like the County jail, that's where it's like the bartering and stuff where it's like, I'll trade you five soups to do my fuck to wash my fucking boxers or whatever. The fuck. What? You mean like with, within each other? Yeah. Entre ellos. Okay. Damn, that's wild. So what, I guess, I don't, I mean, I'm hearing like, you know, you're obviously like, you know, you're like, hey, you know, what doesn't hurt me to to stay in touch with these guys? And because I know that a lot of people aren't there for them. Well, it's not like that. that, I feel like people are thinking I'm like writing like 10 or 15 people. Like, it's not like that. Well, like no, but I mean, I mean, there's not, that, that the reason I wanted to ask is there's not too many people that are doing that oh, in yeah, general. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's, like, I feel like the first one, it was my boyfriend, you know, so yeah. I'm like, okay, like obviously I sentimientos. The second one, we had already been good friends. We, he was like one of my only friends in high school. And then, well, like we did have an actual friendship, you know? Yeah. And so then that there's that one. Then I have another friend where he did a small, it was a very small bit. It was only six months, but he was like one of my best friends. Yeah. So I'm like, 
obviously I'm a So did anyone in your family ever give you shit? Like, why are you still keeping in contact with that guy? He's in jail. My dad would be like, what the fuck? Why is this letter coming in? And I'm like, oh, it's Luciano from high school. And he's like, I don't remember him. I'm like, I don't expect you to. Wait, let's talk about your dad because your dad's fucking sick as fuck. Did you meet him? Did you meet him? (laughs) Yeah, I met your dad. He was your Uber driver. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) my dad. My dad's never. Actually, I don't know if he's been in jail. <laughs> he probably has. I like how you were like, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna say he Maybe, has. Maybe I don't think any long bids, but he's probably gone in for like a month or two or something. I'll have to ask. Overnighters at least, or what? You may probably, yeah, that wouldn't surprise. I'm sure he's done those. Yeah. He doesn't get that. When's he gonna get that Cadillac done? You tell me. <laughs> that Cadillac has been sitting on Division Street for fucking years. So, oh uh, so yeah, I want, I want, I mean, cause I feel like there's, I feel, it, it seems like you're trying to, I don't know, I, it's up to you if you want to talk about your dad, but it seems like a lot of people know your dad and like a lot of your friends and stuff and they're super Okay, cool yes. Yeah. So if you knew me in college, maybe that time when we would go partying at. I think he dropped you off downtown a couple of times. You were like, okay, you know. so yeah, the reason everyone knows him is cause, well, you've been to my house. My house is very central, I would say very centrally located if you're trying to go to like Chula Vista, TJ, if you want to go downtown or North Park, it's very, my house is big. And if you want to go to like TJ, North Park, or like, or um downtown, it's like a five or 10 minute Uber ride. Yeah. And it's fairly cheap, you know, probably like eight, 10, $12, depending, you know, what time of day you're leaving. I so feel like they're house- cheaper from National City too, to be honest. Yeah. Like, cause when I lived in North Park, if I took one to like, um so like, no even like within north park like it would be a good six eight bucks and then the census from national city i would take like you know from there to like north um, park or no say so like downtown or something it'd be like 12 bucks yeah so then every i think every, i think my dad became one on because my house became like the pregame spot in our 20s yeah like in our 20s i'll say from like i mean to 20s. go to tj definitely if everybody's at at UCSD or whatever, it's definitely a big, a big no. Well, at this time we were already like 22, like we were had already graduated, or like most of us had already graduated and we're doing jobs, you know. Yeah. Because we were in our mid 20s when we would hang out at my house. Oh, okay. So then my house was like the pregame spot for like going anywhere. So like the girls would drive from like Claremont or whatever, and we'd be like, "Let's Uber here." And then my house is big, so I'd be like, "You could spend the night, you could sleep in the living room, if you can't drive home." Yeah. And so my dad would always be downstairs and he'll like take eager shots with us. Or like, if we were going out in small groups, like me, Brenda, Lillian, my dad will be like, oh, I'll drop you girls off. Or like, oh, call me at 2 a.m. I'll pick you girls up. Yeah. He was down, dude. He'll be like, I'll take you to go to Umberto's after and get some food if you buy me something. Like, <laughs> It wasn't free. It wasn't free. It's like, you're going to buy him some No, it was. Price. He wouldn't know. He would offer to even take this and buy it for us. Oh, okay. So what, uh, I guess on that note, what what's up? Uh, what, what what's the what's the taco shop? What's which what's, what's on forty third? Everyone knows. On forty third? Up by Northgate off the eight oh five exit. It's to the right. It's technically in southeast Shelltown. Umberto's on forty third. You get out and you go up the hill? Okay, if you're exiting, you go up the hill, right? And then Northgate is if you go straight. And then if you make a right, Umberto's is like two blocks down. 
I always get 43rd and 47th uh, No, it's 43rd. Okay. But it's a taco shop next to the car wash. It's a car wash now. Oh, okay. I never went there. I went, I've been to, what is it? Uh, uh, Tacos El Paisa. Tacos El Paisa. The one in Logan? There. No, the one, there's one up there. Where? Tacos El Paisa. Uh, or, like, did you, ever, you ever go to La Fachada? Of course. But that's not a taco shop, kind of, right? It's like more like taco. To me, it's like a taco restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like a fast you, don't, you don't go no millennial right down division? Do I need to? Is it good? You never been there? Hey, that's how I feel about you never having gone to Umberto's, honestly. That that may be. I'll, I'll go to Umberto's after this. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try Nuevo Millennial, whatever. Nuevo Millennial's right there. It's right by the right by the where the Wrigley's is at in that little shopping center. Is that is that the one that has a drive through? Yeah. That one's fucking disgusting. I'll let you know. It, that you right know now. what? I it depends it. on what you get. I fuck with the pollo salad burritos. Last time I went there, it has a pollo salad burritos, and it was a good experience. I, and I either get that or I'll get like the avocado fries. But it's not like a, oh everything's good there, you know. Umberto's is like damn near everything is good there. The only thing I don't vouch for is the fish tacos. You know what place is fire? Is Colima's up here in uh, on University? Is that the one on? Uh, on. It's oh, like a is North that the Park. one that's? Oh, is that the one that's right across from True North? True North. It's like a block down. No, that's uh, Saguayos. Oh yes, yeah, Saguayos. Yeah, no, that no. This one's down, down the road, past past Texas Street. Um, oh, Colima. Yeah, it's on like it's, it's always on always packed. Yeah, it's always yeah I yeah yeah, yeah to, Louisiana. I used to live down the street from there. That one's really good. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's bomb. They have some bomb ass tortas because we would go play. We we've gone a couple times to play disc golf and then go in a. Ah, and fucking um, that that fucking park right there. Yeah, that fucking park. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Morley Field. Morley Field, yeah. Um, Humberto's mm-hmm. on Forty Third is my favorite. I take everyone there. That's the spot. I've been going there since I was like eight. Tell me, you no, know, Sashi. <laughs> Five, probably. That's where Kanye saw the fries were invented. That's not where they were invented. <laughs> they were. No, you were. No, I don't know about that. I, you know what? Did you, okay, so what? What was? What's? The, what's your experience been? Because now you live in LA. You live in fucking well, technically barely LA. Down. Okay, let's get this straight. I do not consider Downey Los Angeles. Oh no, it's, it's like at the bottom. Like South LA. It's like the bottom. Downey's like to me. Here's how I equate. equate. And down, down, Downey's all like. It, it, I mean, they've been upgrading it too more. The fire. Maybe the equivalent is like if you're from San Diego. If you're from, if you live in San Diego County and you're you live in Escondido and you're like, I'm from San Diego, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you're not. I tell people that shit all the time, man. You know, North County shit. Get out of here. Yeah, like, mm. or when they're like, I live, I'm from San Diego. I'm like, El Cajon is not. That's how I feel about Downey. I don't consider Downey LA. Okay, but what's what's been your experience? I mean, I feel like you went into a little bit of the, a little bit of the stuff with the obviously the the, the going to school and, and changing. I guess what I'm trying to see is like, I mean, you're obviously a very like adaptable person, right? Like you're you know you're you get along well with people. So I feel like wherever yeah, you go, you know, you like you can. You can like mesh in and you fucking, you, 
You're that you're that one rolls up in the restaurant like what's that Sashi? They they already oh know God. you know you know what I mean. I'm a chameleon. Yeah, I mean you could say that. No, I am. But, I feel like I am. I have friends from different, many different walks of life. Yeah, and but and that's what I'm saying. Like that transition. I guess that I guess uh, like when you said like oh they didn't like me because I was light skinned I was you know, I was dating you know the the, yeah. the hot guy or whatever is like. What what has that been for you? Is like being, or just, or just in general, it doesn't have to be about race, but like just being in a new city and and having to adapt and. Yeah, you know. I feel like it hasn't been too hard. Um, I I I moved from San Diego to here. I got a better opportunity. I be, so I've been at Geico for six years. I'm a claims adjuster. Um, a work opportunity came up. I applied for it. I got it. Obviously, I'm gonna be making more money. I'm gonna get a company car. Like it's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> and then I also kind of felt like I need it for myself. If you know me really well, I feel like I'm someone that never left their comfort zone, someone that loved to be secure, someone that wouldn't really do things that were like pushing the envelope. Like I like to be safe. I like to play it safe. I like to know what I'm getting into. And I just feel like when I moved here, I was 28 and a half, or I had just turned 29. And I feel like I really needed a change of pace and I feel like I needed to find myself and I was so used to always doing stuff for other people and always putting other people first and I'm like I need to put myself first so for me putting myself first at that time was like let me take on this job opportunity and be really alone and have time to like reflect yeah and then yeah. I feel like LA was the perfect medium to kind of do that because I'm not going to cross country but I am going to a new city so that way like I still kind of do have like my safety net of San Diego where if like I'm really getting that homesick, I can just drive down. And then yeah. LA, I have like a lot of my very close friends live in this city and I have family here. Yeah. So I'm like, if I ever do feel like alone or like it's too much, like I always kind of have someone to like connect with or reach out to. Yeah, you have, like you said, your safety net and you have people that you can connect with. You're not completely alone if you need anything or if you just want to hang out and just, you know, literally just not be alone, right? Sometimes just yeah. like, hey, let's let's go grab a bite to eat or something. And especially right now, you're working from home or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah, so I think, um, I think this is the perfect medium. Cause I yeah. had been thinking about moving and then I was dipping. I had applied for a couple of jobs at Geico and they were, again, I feel like the lore, or if you believe in that, the universe, I feel like I applied for a job in like New York and I applied for a job in New Orleans and I didn't get them. And I feel like my spirit knew and the universe knew like, that's probably a little bit too much, especially like if the pandemic's coming up, you know, that probably would have been way too much for me to like be completely alone in a new city and have to like not have any human interaction. Yeah. So I think this was, I love it. Yeah. I feel like it's the perfect medium for me. You know, I know some people I've had friends that have like moved cross country with like not knowing anybody or whatever. I don't think you could do that, but. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that's kind of like what I, I kept hearing, like without, with basically with a lot of your stories is you putting other people first, you know? I definitely like that. I, I just love people. I love, love, I love. I love hard, whether you're like my friend, my family member, you know, a ch I love children. Like if I'm in a relationship with someone, like 
like you'll feel it. Like I love love and I love to give and I love to like be there for people. And I love to make people feel like genuinely feel like they're appreciated and they're loved. Yeah. And that like I fuck with you heavy. Like I if I fuck with you, I fuck with you extremely heavy. Yeah. And then I've also like growing, like coming, becoming more of an adult. I've learned too to like kind of be like, I don't have to love everyone with that same energy. Like I can reserve it for those people who fuck with me the exact same way. So it was you know? and so where where did that where did that start or where did that stem from? I mean, kind of that's what I was gonna say is where where are you like why do you yeah, feel I you think, have to because I think in it. my I feel like in my mid-ish 20s, I felt like I always had to please everyone at once. And my friends will tell you, like, I was so scared to say no to, like, hanging out or doing something from someone that I would, like, double book people. And it's like, at some point, it's like, you got to say no to someone. Like, you can't be here and there at the same time. And then I feel like for me, it's like, it's not the quantity of people or interactions that I have in my life. It's like, the quality, like doing the podcast with you, for example, I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm like giving you my full undivided attention. Like my phone, I haven't even touched it, <laughs> you know, like, and that's why I'm like, I don't want to work. I don't want to be here and then be like, hold on. My laundry's finished. Or like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Some dinner. like, I'm like, let me, let me, if I'm gonna give you my time, like, I want to give it to you. Yeah. 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 And I just feel like over the past few years, I've been able to really be like, like, let me give people the time and attention that they deserve and stop trying to do like all these things at once. It's like, do the top two or three things you really want to do and like give it, you know, kind of well, give it your Some eye. people will, will just continue to take, right? And and not really consider you as well. Then you're being like spread thin. Exactly. And that's why over the past few years, I'm kind of like picking up on the signs, the red flags. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, like not cutting people off. I'm not like one of those like cutting people off or whatever. But I'm like, I feel okay, like I feel like you don't want to say it though because because you, like, but it's I think you have to. I think that that's. Yeah, I don't think it, it, it's it sounds harsh, but it's not so much. I mean, like I have people that like I'm cool with, but like you know I don't hit them up or anything. And if they hit me okay, up, they, the they hit me too. up. They need something, yeah. But I had to I had to learn. And the best way, I mean, if you want to learn a, a better way to say that, it would be a setting boundaries, right? It's like, hey, yeah, I know where we stand. Like where we're setting that boundary of like, listen, like I, there's only so much I can do for you. Um, you know, you can't like, take advantage either, you know, because and I certain- do that. Yeah. I like that with certain friends. It's like, I was putting all energy and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put an energy anymore. Like if they want to reach out to me, like there's no bad blood. We don't have a falling out. I don't hate you, but like my energy is not going to be directed towards you anymore. But like yeah. you said, like if you reach out or like, we're cool, you know, there's nothing. So how do you how do you think that's translated into relationships? Like you're saying, you're saying you love hard, and you know, like when you're like in it, you're in it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm very one of those in people. person, not 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 the not the right, <laughs> not the pen pal. <laughs> no, um, I feel like how can I say this? I feel like if I really like you, you'll know it. I feel like something that I didn't do in my twenties was communicate it, you know, like, Oh, let me play hard to get like, Oh, let him not know that. 
I'm gonna read. I'm gonna reply to his message in an hour. You know. Or oh, whatever. you're doing the whole the whole game. In my 20s, like, oh, he, he in just texted. Man, that was last week. I mean, no, but if it, I mean, 20s. look, even if it, it like, even if it like, you know, from one week to another, I always tell people like, when change comes, it, like it it's progressively things that make you change. But when it happens, it happens like that, right? Because yeah. it just it just clicks, right? When it like when that when that flips over, you're like, man, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know, why would I? Like, why would I hold off on texting somebody that's of just, course. you know, somebody's just texting you what's up or whatever, and you're just like, oh, yeah, what's good? And then maybe you get, like you said, you get busy, you start doing laundry or whatever, and then you're like, oh, shit, let me get back to this. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to purposely not say anything. You know what I mean? Of course. No. It always happens to me on Instagram. I'll sign on, and then I'll be up. I'll, I'll, like, click on somebody's story, and it's like, oh, posted 30 seconds ago. I'm like, oh, fuck, well, whatever. Like, what am I going to do about that? It's just when I logged on, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Posted. It's not no, like I'm I sitting there waiting for that shit. You know? <laughs> I know. Or like when the stories continue on to the next one, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's no, that's the same thing. That's that's that bullshit. See, it's like well, whatever. Just kidding. No, um, I feel like now I don't know. I, I'm more of a vibe person, like connecting with people on like vibes and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I'm older, so I feel like it takes a lot for me to like. Well, I feel like, like I'm older. It sounds like, like, like you're very like like you're you're very much an empath, so you can you read people very well, and you can get their energy and be like, "Oh, this dude's cool." Yeah, this, and I feel like I'm at cool. the point where like I know what I like and what I want, and I know what qualities and traits I don't like or I don't. What want are those? What are those? Let's see. What are I your mu- What are your must-haves? Let's see. Definitely, like a vibe. I feel like a vibe, just in general, like you, chemistry. You know, you can't. That's not something you can define. It's like, it's either there or it's not. And it's a feeling. It's not something I can verbalize. And I think we've all felt that hopefully with different people, you know? Um, but I think like, as far as like stuff that you can, I feel like definitely they have to be like very respectful, trusting. I like someone that's very funny. Um, humor is like a big part. I know you love to be funny. You're a stand-up comedian. Like to me, that's a big part too. I think, I think, well, for I mean, me. as far as, as far, yeah, no, I, I, fucking, obviously, for, for me, it's like a big, uh, yeah, you have to be able to, to laugh at things. And like, I feel like for me, like, uh, I, sometimes it's hard for me to like, to, to, cause I could see like jokes coming. So sometimes if I oh, see I them, know, like, I hate you know, it. I'm like, oh my God, you set yourself off. Like you walked into this. Well, no, a lot, like if they're going to tell me a joke and then, or whatever, and I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. Cause I've heard so much shit, you know what I mean? Like that I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, that's funny or whatever. Um, <laughs> So, but I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been, and I think it's also from a, I would say like for you, you're obviously a very vocal person. When you laugh, you'd be like, ah, you know what I mean? Oh, like you, fucking yeah. Like but for me, sometimes, sometimes I would be like insecure, right. To be like, oh, like, ah, like, you know, like the whole, ah, ah, ah you know, like really? instead of just, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you stupid dog. <laughs> no. But like, you know, like for me to just to just kind of let that go as well and just be like, ah, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, I think I, I grew up around a bunch of like ball busters, too, that. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, when you're getting clown like, on or whatever. Trouble, so you got to take it. Yeah. And then you but you're also kind of like you like laugh, but you're trying to gear up so you can go back, you know? Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of people who who I think and, and it was a problem for me sometimes in college. A lot of people were like rip on me but then all right cool you open that door and then i'll rip on them see there you go but some people will be like 
or heavier than me, you know what I mean? Or whatever, yeah. like, you know, so it's just the way I grew up. And so that's another thing I have to like, also like take into account, you know? And in college, that means I'm a bit all stupid, you know? Yeah. All immature yeah, too, I feel like you know? me, I kind of, as I got older, I'm like, okay, like I know who I can like go ham on and I know who like, even if they go ham on me, I know that I can't keep the same energy because they just won't be able to take it. And I gotta like, yeah i have friends like that that are like they're always trying to go ham on people and as soon as you start you know going into them they're like hey what the fuck you know like, oh, i was just joking yeah yeah or they're just like oh yeah whatever whatever you know and like dude you're the one who started this you know what are you trying to say like but yeah no not you not you not you i don't know i'm saying like right yeah, yeah. And tell them they're like wait what and i'm like huh huh hey yin yang twins or what maybe yeah so I, I think we're on a good path there. Let, let me, I think we're, we're exploring, we're exploring relationships, Sashi. We could talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's see what, um, I mean, no, like, no. well, cause you're saying things that you like, but. Or that I would want, you know? Ideally. Um, but I think like when you say something like the, like, the, cause like you have to put in work. Right. And like, so like. Of course. It's, it's not just like, oh, look at that. This is just clicking, you know? No, of course. Yeah. So what's that, what's that experience been like for you? Like, cause especially like you say, if you, if you love hard and you, you enjoy kind of being in a relationship or being with somebody, like, have you ever, someone, if they're the right person, you know, I feel like definitely when I was younger, I was definitely in situations where like, I knew just wanted to be going, with somebody or I knew this wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. But like I was digmatized or <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know, I'm like, I know we've all, I know every female on here has probably been there. Um, and males too. Like I'm sure they've been, pissed. I mean, I've never been digmatized, but I mean, I'm sure Not there's some I'm homies out there too. Pussy whipped, you know, you know where you're, and this again in my younger twenties were like, I knew I was with someone where I'm like, they have some qualities. I know it's not all there, but in my mind, I'm like, maybe I could change them. Maybe I can mold them. But like deep down in my soul, I knew that this wasn't the person, but for whatever reason, you know, I stayed and tried to make it work. I think that comes from someone, someone like the, the people pleasing, right? Like you're like, Oh, you know what, if I'm here for this person and if um, you know, if I give them, you know, my attention and my love, then they're going to kind of appreciate that. But some people would just take, you know, and we don't. And then you, but you know what? One thing about me is like, when I'm done, like I'm fucking done. like, and it could go how you said, like from one day I could be like, damn, please. Like, and if you're like, no, I said, no, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I get like, my soul gets it. And the next day I'm like, or I've had that happen where I'm like, you said, no, like I asked you if you wanted to be together. You said, no, you weren't ready. Okay, two days gone by. Now you change your mind because you don't want to be like no, like oh, two days like, later hey, you're fucked. They're like, they're like, what you're happened? fucked, bro. Like, <laughs> like that, and I'm like no, like I just, I'm like no, my soul deep down is like knew it wasn't the right thing, and like I'm just done. But so I, I, at, I mean, at that point, you you tried though. That's what I'm saying. Is it more? Yeah. I, it sounds like that comes more from a place of of hurt, you know, of like, dude, like you hurt me already, and like. Like I gave you the opportunity or whatever, and you're just kind of like, I don't want to get hurt again and try to hurt. But then also understanding, because I do feel like at least in my earlier twenties, I just feel like, how can I put this? In my earlier and mid twenties, it's like 
I would make excuses to myself on why I thought this was the right person when I knew deep down inside, like it was never going to work out or like it was never going to be like what I imagined it in my mind to be. Yeah. And it's like, I just needed to come to terms with that in my head because my soul already understood it. <laughs> I don't so know. It's more of the self-awareness. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's more of a spiritual. Well, yeah, and I, I think, I mean, you could call it spiritual, but it's 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 more like, you know, like a, you, I don't know, you taking inventory and you listening to, to yourself as well, but sometimes you have to be careful on, quote unquote, listening to yourself too, you know, and not really questioning yourself as well, you know, like, why am I doing this and why, you know, course, I mean, like going true. a little bit. Going right. a little bit deeper instead of like, oh, well, this is what I always wanted. I always told myself I wanted this and that. And like, oh, he's not this. He's not that or whatever. And again, that was when I was a lot. That was in like my early 20s, mid 20s. Well, because I think what happens a lot, too, is that we we look outward, right? We say like, well, this person isn't what I envisioned or what I thought would be being in a relationship would be like. But then how am I coming to the table as well, you know? I'm what a badass bitch. It's well, no, I mean, because it's like kidding. sometimes you you could be causing that in somebody, like for them to to act a certain way, or you know what I mean, like oh why why dudes keep doing this and that? It's just like well, sometimes it could be something that you know you're maybe subconsciously pushing out as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Totally. I got you. I, I feel like there's something there. I got you thinking, but you're not you're not talking. No. Let me be pensive. Let me sit on. Let me let this marinate. Let it marinate. Like, Umber, like Umberto's. <laughs> like Tacos El Gordo. The, oh, damn. Tacos El Gordo, I think. So are, are you, are you the, are you the, do you get a lot of friends that come to you for like advice or, you know, I feel it's, if you're that person, you're that like, you know, yeah, putting others I've, first. I've always been that person for my friends and my family. But I feel like, the, and this is the feedback that I've gotten from others, not me being, but I feel like I'm able to give like very unbiased, like let's look at the facts, opinion yeah. on like what's going on. Like and logical, even if like my friend advice. or loved one isn't in the right, like I'm not afraid to let them know in a caring and loving, genuine way. Or sometimes I gotta be like, bitch, that no, you can't go slash his tires, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like, can't roll up. He's gonna to catch his... you. I'll do it. <laughs> no, you can't roll up to your his side chick's job and cause a scene, like yeah. Being so, the voice of reason sometimes. So who who or what do you do when you need? Somebody I have a close help. group of friends that I'm able to like feed off of and get advice on for my problems, like two or three that depending on the situation, like if it's job related, if it's love or personal life, or if it's like family stuff. Do you do it often or is it something that that is difficult for you? No, I feel like I do it when I really need it. Like if I'm like, you know, obviously there's times when I like get down or I'm like depressed or like the experience just happened and I'm like, fuck, I need to talk to someone. Like I'm one of those people like I need to talk to someone. Yeah. Like if something just happened, like I'm going to call someone and be like, girl, 
girl, I need you. Like, can you talk? Yeah. So do you, you know, have, have you ever, have you ever explored therapy or considered therapy? Yeah, I've definitely gone out there. Well, I was a college counselor. So in order to be a college counselor, we had to do like a whole year of like counseling and stuff and therapy and practicum. Um, recently, I haven't gone recently, but I have been looking into like talk paths or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't oh, know. The, like The app? Okay, yeah. yeah. Or think- like I've tried booking one because my health insurance is Kaiser and they're like, I don't know, it's complicated. And then like, I know I want to do it, but I'm just like, I haven't had the time or energy to like book the appointment, look online for the therapist, read the profiles. Yeah. Yeah. It's very impacted right now. It's, it's, it's hard, but I mean, there's people out there. I mean, you could have, I think you're talking about talk space. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I do know that. I think I know with Kaiser as a friend of mine, there's actually, I think a meditation app that you could download for free. Oh yeah. I think you could download the calm app for free. Something, but they, with Kaiser, your, your insurance will cover it. So they better with the amounts are taking out my check. (laughs) (laughs) You got, you got that sick ass coverage though. You're good to go. Yeah. Coronavirus. I definitely have done therapy. I haven't done it recently, but it is something that I looked into exploring. I think I just need to like, take that first step and be like, let me book the appointment or I've done. Oh, here's what I have done. Like chakra aligning. <laughs> oh, but you laugh, but you're doing them. That's why. So what, what does it mean to you? Like what, what are some me, of the things you I do? I really do take it seriously. And to me, it's very cleansing and it's very healing and it's very like self-reflective and I'm able to take away to me. It is like a form of therapy and I'm laughing because yeah. I know well, it's, that a, someone, it's a coping mechanism. You know, I it's think like someone it's, listening might be like, <laughs> chakra there like crystal therapy like yeah so what do you have some corona crystal therapy. corona seltzer <laughs> that's a different therapy so are, do you use like do you have like those crystals and you charge them up with the moon and no i have like a few girls that are certified like chakra readers certified what um, what else? I mean, besides that, is there anything else that you do? I mean, besides the I've done a couple hypnosis sessions. Oh, really? That's interesting. I got my buddy uh, Frankie. That he's a he's a hypnotherapist in L.A. Oh my god, really? Can will you connect? Yeah, yeah. He's a hypno. He actually works at a rehab. I'm I'm gonna have him on probably in a couple of weeks. Oh, well, let me. Yeah. Know. Yes. Yeah. Well, he currently works at a rehab, but he's been a, like he's like helping out there. But yeah, I'm gonna have him on. He, that's probably going to be a lot, a lot of, a lot of content yes. on that one too. But yeah, he's a maybe I'll have him hypnotize me on a. I've never been hypnotized, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that your subconscious says about you, you know, and yeah, and that's I, when I kind of like I feel like it's been able to bring up a lot of stuff that I subconsciously had no idea was like affecting me now as an adult. Yeah. I don't want to go into details, but that's what oh, like, now we now we had the no we hit the no comment section. We hit the no comment section. No, but that's what, like that. I mean, that's what I've gotten out of the hypnotherapy sessions is like really digging deep into like these small moments in my childhood that I thought, if I'm thinking about it right now, and my conscious mind like had no bearing on who I am as an adult, but it's like clearly, yeah they really did and i'm like minimizing them or yeah and th- i think that's the thing that happens a lot right like minimizing feelings or 
or, or justi- events and or, stuff or justifying them is like ah oh, you know what i mean it's like, all oh, wasn't a big deal like he took my trolley truck like yeah oh. or just like you know like if you dated somebody and it was like ah oh, you know like it was just college or it was no but it's like it actually did have you know an impact on you or whatever like oh, it was in my like, twin yeah exactly <laughs> that one it doesn't matter but it's like it is something that affects you right it's like no, you you're have right. to really you have to be like oh damn like what what happened there and you know you're like then you carry some of that shit onto other people and then you're like oh well this dude reminds me of the dude from college so he's fucked and it's just like well this is a whole nother person you know what i mean like this is like what if you just communicate or you say this just say that you know what i mean like like oh hey this is coming up for me or something oh this dude oh no, we're not we're in our fucking 30s he's mature he's listening to me he's not he's like mature. Oh, he's mature mature you know <laughs> he's not just like oh my god she's got feelings let me run you know what i mean yeah no i totally get you because that was definitely college you know like oh my god this this girl likes me or this guy likes me oh my god what am i gonna do because i he have cried oh um, um, it's gonna ruin my plans you know i'm a big yorona oh yorona I uh, do, do you cry for significant things, or you're just novella cry, or just I fucking uh, cry. I can watch a feed the children commercial, and I'll start bawling. In the <laughs> yes, <exactly>. stop. <laughs> yes, that's literally me. <laughs> I'm like, where's my credit card? I need it. Oh, doing. they get you all sick. <laughs> no. So when when was like the question that we ask everybody is when was the time you felt like a weirdo? When was the time I felt like a weirdo? I would definitely say the first, it just popped in my mind. I feel like I felt like a weirdo in college. Yeah. Like I was extremely, I feel like I'm still fat, thick now, but I feel like in college I was like way more overweight than like almost all the girls in my sorority. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, your 20s is the time to like party, meet people, go out, have fun do all this shit, crazy college shit. And that's when I felt like, oh, well, I don't fit into this like look or stereotype of like a sorority girl or whatever. And the girls would always go out partying and I would never really go. I was, I would go sometimes, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, let me just focus on like work or other shit. And was then it because you felt like, like you didn't fit in or? Yeah, I feel like I didn't fit in or I'm like, well, I'm in the corner by myself because everyone's hooking up with each other. <laughs> or and then also I'm like, oh, like I like corridos. Like, what the fuck is this? Laffy taffy shit. <laughs> <laughs> or like I liked like I like 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 that was the lifestyle I like. And I'm like, the fuck is this gamma special? Like. Beer and I'm like, why don't they have I'm like, why is there bar- I didn't understand at first, like college like party stuff i'm like wait why is there a bartender in here like why aren't they taking our drink or <laughs> oh you want a service because you were going to tj you wanted a, a little mesero where's the, the coach <laughs> you're a little mesero all sick no so then i i don't know i always felt I'm like oh this is different like i'm like what do you mean you guys are gonna drink like popov like i don't i don't get it and then later over there you see me chugging a fucking like <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, that's, when I, that's when I felt like a weirdo. I think when I was like super, like, like super overweight and like, and then like, I didn't care about like makeup or like looking cute. And I know everyone was really about that. Yeah. 
So what do you, was it something that like you didn't really grow up around or, or was it because you hung out with like your cousins and said that you were just kind of like, well, I don't yeah, no, well, it's weird. Cause I was kind of like that, like mas prissy and like mas cuidadosa about how I looked in high school and college. Then for whatever reason in college, like me the hate. You weren't getting your nails did. I mean, you got your nails did right now. I'll I wasn't say. doing anything. Your, I know. Your I'm going, going to a bachelorette this weekend. Ooh. Um, no, and then for whatever reason, I think that I was very depressed during that time. Yeah. I think anyone who's been very overweight knows it's like, well, I'm fat, so I'm going to eat, but I'm be depressed about eating. So I'm gonna be, like, yeah, like yeah. A cycle. yeah, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, it's like a cycle. And then, yeah, I finally broke it. Yeah, just the body dysmorphia in general, right? Just to worry about your... Oh, especially here, living in fucking Downey, a las operadas. A las operadas. Yeah, Downey's fancy. Downey used to supposedly be like millionaires, like like way back in the days. Like, it is. Duper. It's the Beverly Hills of Mexicans. Well, now, but it used to, supposedly used to be like even like, it used to be like elites and shit. Like, oh, there's a, like... min- there's a lot of mini mansions here. Yeah, yeah. From back in the days, it used to be because there's, there's still little like areas in Downey that aren't that great um, they're, but supposedly uh, using... one of the first McDonald's is here oh wow Travis Scott did his launch here oh was that the whole Travis Scott I don't know yeah I did see something about like they put the little fries into the big fries and like it was like the same amount of fries and I was like and then they put that one into the large thing of fries to like show you that like it's the same amount of fries and I saw that like in a meme, literally, I think earlier today. And all oh, I did was no, like, damn, no. I want some McDonald's fries. I need to- <laughs> oh my, I had McDonald's yesterday. McDonald's, oh, McDonald's fries, they fuck. That's like. They're this. nuggets. Oh, they have spicy nuggets now. That's, I saw that's, that. Those are straight good. drunk food. I'm like, ah, you know, that are kind of sort of fries. So I'm trying to be good. I know I love goodness of the brain. <laughs> they can't get that in LA. No, you can't. They're fucking. Not. They're. It's, it's all about different. the burger joints out there. It's different. <laughs> it's all about the burger joints out there. They know the Tams or Tams, Tommies. Oh yeah, Tams, Tommies, Toms, Toms Junior, Tams Junior. Gotta go to the Hat. You have been to the Hat? No, where's that at? Uh, I know there's one in Pasadena. I believe there's one in. It's either Commerce or. Oh, that's not far from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pastrami. I don't know if you like pastrami. Oh, there's a place down the street from me. Right? I think it's called Anthony's or something, and they have oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's some. So I mean, that's. You in LA for? I was in LA for about a couple of years after college, but I lived there till I was like five or six in South Central, mm-hmm. and then we moved down to to National City. You know. Oh, TNs. I'm just kidding. One taco, no cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get shot. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in National City. Um, and yeah, then after college, I moved, I moved to LA for a couple of years and then I came back. So, where did you move to for a couple of years? I was in, I was in Studio City. Okay, on the west side. Yeah, I was on, I was in the valley. I was in the valley. You know, the, the beginning of the valley, because then you keep okay. going. It, it, it's not fancy because you keep going into like you go into like Van Nuys, North Hollywood. Some of that, some of those areas weren't good. Van Nuys is bad. Then you get into Northridge, Pacoima, like. It's wild out there. 
It's not just La Bamba. It's not. It's not just La Bamba and George Lopez. Not Ricky, Richie. Rich. Hey, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, that that dude was my friend. Well, I wouldn't say he's my friend, but I knew Ooh. him. Isai Morales. Oh, really? He was one of the first guys that did like, uh, like big. I was like, I was like, he was one of the guys that was a starstruck. I've met some. I met some famous people, but for some reason, it was like, oh, the Latino. Like, I grew up like idolizing oh, yeah, La Bamba. Ricky. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm straight up doing a comedy show, and this dude's here chilling with us oh in the God. like green room. And I was like, dude, I was like, oh my god, he did like, how to get away with murder. Yeah, he was Ryan also on. Show. He was also on Ozarks. He was a. Uh, oh, I didn't. I need to watch it. Yeah. I haven't. And I forgot what show he did where he was the first Latino to play the president of the United States. Yeah, I forgot what oh, show it was. But I yeah. think I remember that. I don't know what show, but I remember. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like to other people, it's just like, oh, whatever. But like, you know, we see that, like, especially as a kid or whatever, it's like it's something you don't see, you know? Yeah. Like to see a Mexican like on TV. And that's why I was like, oh, and that dude's brown. You know what I mean? And he was badass and freaking La Bamba. Uh -huh. He was, he was. A motorcycle, you know, put a little mota in her love life. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, but it was one of the guys that like I was like super like I, I, I run into him and stuff and like. People didn't believe I knew him. I was like, hey, what's up, Eastside? Oh, what's up, man? You know, like, yeah. we, ne it never, we never, like, besides just, like, he did a few comedy shows with us. It wasn't like, he never put me on any shows or anything. I was going to take the role from him. Younger fucking Mexican guy. It's like, he's fighting for those roles. Probably the same roles. There's already um, a small amount of roles for us, you know? So, so, yeah, it was good to just, representation, right, matters. I definitely agree with that. How does how does that run for you in corporate America? Uh, I feel like it does in many other um, corporate Fortune 500. Like the higher up you go, the less color you see. Yeah. Like I feel like all the employees that have like direct contact with customers, like they're it's pretty diverse. At least especially at my company. Yeah. Like black, brown, white, Arab. Like you see the gamut of all races, all ethnicities, all like. LGBTQIA, disabilities, veterans, like you see it all. But I think the higher up you go, I feel like it's like anywhere in America, it's like starts to become, you know, very uh, white and very like male. Yeah, I think that's another hurdle you have, right? <laughs> the female and the minority. Yeah, so I think it's, I don't know, I feel like our company is very similar to other companies where like, you know, if I'm sure if you were to look at like Spectrum or Coca-Cola, like I'm sure a lot of the, like the delivery people or the sales people or like the people dealing with customers are of color. And yeah. then like, the CEOs, the people in corporate, the essential, people, the essential workers, headquarters. Right? Yeah. You know, are like white males. And I mean, I mean, of course, on ours, we have like a sprinkle of like African-American, Latino, LGBT veteran, but it's a sprinkle. Like it's definitely still not diverse and encompassing of everyone that works for the company. Just a couple chips in the cookie. Exactly. Well, I think we, we've uh, done a good amount of time here. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that you want to kind of add in there. Any Anything else you want to try to call me out on all sick or what? No. <laughs> That's good. No, thank you for having me. Yeah. No, thank I'm overdue. I'm sorry. No, yeah, 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 you're good. I mean, I know that there was, you You were actually in high demand. You know, there was people that was like, when did you get Sashi on? Why did you oh my hit God, up Sashi? 
Dude, I swear to God, there's people, I mean, obviously, like your sisters and people that know you and stuff, they're like, you know, hit up Sashi, I want her to be on, you know what I mean? So, you know. And talk about the crazy party sex days next. I was <laughs> the crazy kidding. party sex days. Well, <laughs> well, they, you know, they, thanks for coming on. And, and, and then thank, thank you everybody for listening. All right. You have a good night.